Financial Matters. 21 minutes after 8 o'clock and Dr. Frank McGuigui is right here with me in studio. I'm going to allow him to introduce <laughs> their guest <laughs> because it is only proper. All protocols observed. Ah, Dr. Frank, are you well this evening? I'm good. Yeah, I'm uh, doing well. Thank you. Yeah. And yeah, wonderful reflection. I really like kind of where you start. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah, make sure yeah. I know we kind of keep the politics Absolute. away from Bafana. Absolutely. A big uh, pet on the back. I think they did very well. well. Yep. You know, compared yep. to some people, what they were thinking as they were going there. Yeah. yeah. So and, and, and I've got to say that, that I'm yeah. one of those people who yeah. thought that uh, we were going to have another yeah. episode yeah. of mediocre yeah. football from yeah. Bafana Bafana. That's why I'm so supportive. Yes. Because I think that they've shown heart. I think yeah. they've showed commitment. They didn't win. We know that they didn't win. Yeah. But I think that they've shown heart. They've shown a desire to win once more. Uh, and for that, I think we ought to be supporting yeah. them. Yeah. And that is not a... A call for people to to by force or by by yeah. power by force. No, no. If if that's what the way you are inclined, ah, please support yeah, them. If that's, if that's not if football isn't your thing, man, that's fine. Go and watch something else. Yeah, free to make choices. Absolutely, absolutely. absolutely. What are so we talking about this evening? Yeah, here, I mean, right? naturally, perhaps it's uh, Valentine's, and I just thought a lot of the time, you know, if you think about where we started at the beginning of the year, we had our ABCs. We were talking about awareness. Who am I? What choices am I making about my money? You know, am I brave to tackle some of those perhaps yes. contentious, you know, discussions uh, around money or even just feelings and necessary discussions? And I just was reflecting uh, and um, just thinking, what can we talk about today? And I just feel that I think it's proper, you know, and fitting that we, we talk about um we talk about men and couples. Yep. And also it builds beautifully on what we have been talking about. Because if you think about the A, awareness. Do we as a couple discuss money? Do we budget? Do we talk about retirement together? Where are we? Um, do we talk about bonuses coming in? What are we going to do together, right? Do we, do we have those things? Do we know each other's money personality? Right. You know, the stuff we often talk about on our right. show, bro. Right. So kind of we think about that A, right? And of course, I've told you the story, and I'm sure we're going to get there. The one about the B, yes. you know, kind of being brave. Yes. So if I look earlier on, like this, you know, <laughs> when I was still young and trying to navigate this thing called marriage, yes. you know, I was being brave and uh, counting the shoes, uh, and that got me into trouble. <laughs> we're going to get to that. But just being brave about yes. putting the topic on the table yes. that might not be sitting well between spouses. Perhaps you remember last year, we ended up talking with Naflika from ICAS, where we said, you know, one of the things our listeners ask us about is this idea of I earn more than my husband or the other way around. It's putting friction in our family. How do we talk about it? Yeah. How do we... How do we split the expenses, right? Yeah. So that needs to be brave. You remember some of the calls sure, that we took, right? Sure. And then, of course, the C, if we come to that, it's talking about the choice. So what choices? So I guess today we're saying to our wonderful 702 and Cape Talk listeners, as you think about violence, as you think about love, as you think about your relationship, we know money is so central to our lives. Are you aware about either ignoring the conversation totally or are you kind of started and then you realize, oh, this is a no-go area from an awareness. Please be brave, you know. It, you, you need to start somewhere. And of course, you're going to see with my case kind of where we started and, you sure. know, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't an, an, an easy change. Yeah. So I thought kind of surprise you. So let me tell you what happened. So, you know, I always say this is the case. This is what you're talking about. Because you know what? Yeah, because you, you, you were strangely quiet about it. Yeah. 
Yes. Who your guest is. Yeah, on purpose. <laughs> so I sent that thing. I just said, please tell Prakris, don't make a mistake. You know, Prakris, I was thinking about you all the time. We need two head speakers. Yes. I've got a guest. And yes. I left it there. <laughs> And that thing that she's thinking We've been doing this for 18 months yes. who, Why is he not telling me who the guest is yes. So I'm pleased to say you know, To our 702 listeners We did speak uh, last year When I was talking to you about 26 years of marriage ah, So we've got you know, my wife Tuli in the studio And since Tuli you are so welcome To have joined us I was going to invite you by yourself <laughs> Listen to that but that would have created a little bit of uh, of, of of conflict between me and, and Dr. Magwegwe. What are you doing inviting my wife? By you know anyway. But but thank you so much for coming through. I really really appreciate you coming through. We're going to talk about money. Today. My absolute pleasure to be here. Yeah. And I believe I'm a bit of an urban legend in being here today. So hopefully the listeners can hear that I do exist. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I think, I think that, uh, uh, somebody made that comment to say, yeah, yeah, we don't know about this Frank Mugwebe. Yes. You know, <laughs> keeps talking about the fact that he's got this wife and yeah, we, you know, we, we don't know. But, but folks, she is here in flesh and blood. She exists. <laughs> and we're going to talk about money and couples, folks. And, uh, I hope that you can join us on 011-883-0702. If you're in Cape Town, 021-446-0567. The reality is that money is, a reality uh, in relationships, whether they are serious relationships, whether they are perhaps not so serious relationships, any relationship, any relationship mm. particularly a romantic one, money is a real issue. We've had that conversation. And I remember Sister Tuli was also part of that conversation, yes. but on air, right? Correct. What What has your your um, journey as a couple that has been married for what? How long? Twenty six. Twenty six years, Sister Tuli. How do you? How? We need to give you a, a medal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Must give us a medal. Yeah, so you know, for me, perhaps, right? I think I want to start here because often when I, um, my work at Gibbs or my work at NetBank, you know, across the country doing financial education, one of the things that interests me, and I'm sure you also get the same, perhaps, when people think about you and practice the same, often our listeners forget. We had other lives before you do what you're doing now. Absolutely. So Absolutely. when they come across, they always have this idea that I've always been good at managing money. Yeah. You know, kind of, you just got it. Yeah. You gifted you're, you're on it. You were born with it. You're born with it kind yeah. of thing, right? Yeah. And the same with you, you know, in your, whether you're emceeing on seven or two, you know, yeah. the stuff that you do. Yeah. Right? And so I just want to start by really acknowledging, and, and I guess putting on the table, by Chris, that anyone out there who's saying, perhaps as a couple, we, we don't even know where to start this conversation. The, the moment we started, something happened and we just decided not to talk about it. We were also there at some point and, you know, we share one or two examples. But for me, I just want to start there by just saying it is a journey. It is a journey of kind of knowing each other because often when you are dating, it's just a topic we are not taught to talk about. So we never spoke about it, right? And you only start realizing as you journey together that hey, I think we see this different and often it's not we see money differently it's about these little arguments we'll talk about our shoe story for example it's these things that are an outcome of something underlying it's it's, it's not the money it's but she bought shoes she didn't tell me you did this but it's our money yeah. and it manifests as i'm counting the shoes yeah and, and sarcastic often comments how many 
truth can really wind you have. Yeah. And you kind of being sucked. Yeah. So as you journey and if you kind of look more into it, you listen to our show, and you know there are many platforms these days, you'll be able to pick up that it's actually not about the money. It's about, I didn't know she bought this. She didn't tell me. She spent on this. I think I should have been told I've spent on this, right? And so I just wanted to start there to say it's a journey. And for us, of course, you know, it has been a journey. And the one thing that I want to, um, that I want to highlight, perhaps, you said it a little bit. I just want to, you know, kind of, um, add one or two words to it to make it alive for a fantastic listener. Perhaps, what I have learned about money, Right in my relationship, but in just general life, and we said it recently, money problems. It is not the rands and cents. It's not the hundred rands in your wallet. It's not the digits, you know, in the bank. Yeah. Money is has a lot to do with emotions. It represents something to so many people. We've talked about power. We've talked about status. We've talked about love, freedom, independence. And put those things in a relationship, perhaps. I mean, you have either things going so well or things going wrong. Yeah. I mean, imagine, perhaps, it means security to you. For someone else, it means status. You're saying, uh uh, let's put money aside for one, two, three. The other one, you say, uh uh, no, we need to upgrade our car, we need Absolutely. to upgrade the yeah. house. Yeah. Kids must go to private school. Yeah. And it can bring that context. So I just want to put that, that it was a journey for us. And as part of that journey for me, I. I'm always on platform saying, guys, this thing is about emotions. I want to start off by <laughs> inviting you to be part of this conversation. Uh, and I say it with a lot of gratitude to the Magwegues because they've allowed themselves to be vulnerable to us, to peer into their very private space, their finances as a couple and as a family. But it is also a conversation about financial intimacy. We were talking about intimacy yesterday, Dr. Frank, uh, with a, a guest of mine. And, and I really want to put this conversation into that category Absolutely. about financial intimacy, mm-hmm. uh, particularly with couples that are witnessing the unfolding of life together. Yeah. Yeah? And I'm hoping that you'll be a part of this conversation as you look at your relationship and how money plays a role in the way that you relate with each other, but also in the way that you relate with your children and your dreams, your aspirations, and the world outside of yourselves. Please give us a call. The number is 011-883-0702-021460567. And of course, the very, very important point, um, Dr. Frank, that you've made to say that we didn't start out like this. Like everybody else, we started out trying to find our feet. We didn't even know we had feet. <laughs> Absolutely. So, 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 so I love that. So you might be listening to this conversation thinking that uh, the Maguegues have got it sorted out. But the reality is that they too had to go through a particular process. I'll go to you now, Sister Tuli, and ask this question. What were the most memorable times for you that, that would underscore and underline the fact that you were yourselves confused, didn't know <laughs> what you were doing? Because I think a lot of people need to hear that from couples that are successful, couples that are doing this thing. And that doesn't mean that there aren't any ups and downs. But there is a pattern that you guys have developed that started out as chaos, I would imagine. Take me back. So so maybe to give some color to it is that Frank forgot one, perhaps one ingredient into this. We all come from money backgrounds and his and mine are similar but we were slightly, I'd say ever so slightly, 
coming from a home that had two incomes, he's at one. Right. And so my expectations around money were materially different than his. Was my mother made her own money as a professional. Right. My dad made money as a professional. Um, there were civil servants, so it wasn't poor. Um, we're very middle class, lower middle class, like most of us who grew up in townships, having parents that are in, in some profession of sorts. So my expectations were very different, and my mother came from real money which is very funny because for black people, but they were married out of community of property for that reason, because that they dad didn't trust that the relationship would last. And this guy was here for the real money. Really? Yeah. Yes, they were proper mink and manure kind of family. Yes. So they had traditions like afternoon tea and things like that. Really? <laughs> That's a very, very Victorian. So I grew up with a very mixed household of them managing their relationship and it was very unfamiliar for black people at that time to marry out of community of property. She had her own money and he had his money. And my mother's instilling of throughout for her children was some level of financial independence so that you can stand on your own two feet and to be professional in the way that you approach life. But we digress somewhat and I'm just creating context, context uh, around money background. Yeah. So it, with that context in mind, so I was used to certain things as being okay and normal and he comes and he has a certain way of coming into this relationship in the way yeah. that he is yeah, yeah. and what attracted to me to him was i mean he was in, in part we met through a mutual friend um he was the lead urban legend and in this story because i met him a year after he started talking about this guy I'm like, does this guy exist? <laughs> <laughs> he worked really hard. He yeah. studied really hard. Yeah. He was very focused. Yeah. And I could see just the potential in the, in the attitude towards life. Right. First and foremost. But his attitude towards money is similar. So he doesn't allow himself indulgence of, wow, I've done really well. So I want, so I have to remind him and nudge him, but buy yourself yes. a pair of techies, yes. buy yourself shoes, <laughs> yes. buy yourself a pair of nice jeans. Yes. Yes. They last longer. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so we come from very different money styles. And I think I have a better appreciation. 27, 8. Oh, annoying child. Yeah. 29 years. Yeah. 29 years later, I, I, I know the guy a little bit. I know how to position it a little bit yes. better, but yes. it doesn't change fundamentally who he is. And I think what I guess what I'm saying is that over time you get to know the individual and their background and what framed and attracted you to them is possibly the things that are causing you friction in the very first place. It appears to me that the kinds of personalities, characteristics, proclivities that we develop about money are influenced to a very large degree by how we were brought up. Absolutely, but I wanted yeah. to build on that because that was the first source of friction. I'm so glad that, uh, you know, truly remembered and went there. And I've told you the story. So I came from uh, one income family. My father was alcoholic. And, 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 you know, sometimes just the ups and downs of money in the house, sure. money not, or even the money state doesn't want to give you in kind of that thing. Then, of course, um, ended up struggling a little bit in Jobek and become homeless. Then I got to vets. So I just want you to picture this, right? So kind of 28 weeks of struggling, homeless, not even having a penny, right? And then I started selling fruit and veggies and things got better. 
and then basically off I go to vets, right? And and when I arrived at vets, for me it was just okay, I must study, but I must work. Yeah. Because I used to sell fruit and veggies when I was a student, then I became a librarian, right? So little did I know that you know, kind of the hard working, the saving, it can also be kind of an it, it can be excessive. So to me, I worked, I saved, I didn't want to spend. Boom, we start our life together. Ow. Candy. I mean, I don't give myself, you know, time for little peaches and cream, yes. magnum ice cream. What's yeah, that? Yeah. I, I want to see the bank balance growing in the bank. Yes. I had my account. She knows. Quite a bit of money as a student then. I mean, I, I proudly reminded that you remember when we met, I think I had about, what, 18,000 rand. Wow. In 1995, in my Whoa. bank account. As a student. Yes. With so many gigs. And I enjoyed that. Now, we're married. Hi, Bo. The person is even wanting to buy me three suits. I'm like, what for? One suit is enough. You need three ties. What yeah, for? Yeah. So they started the conflict yeah. without us knowing. We've got a different view about money. This one is too much about security. That was the extreme there. This one is, but we grew up like this. People do have peaches and cream. People do have dessert. So, so this story was a, was a cheese can. <laughs> yes. <laughs> a bit of a cheese can. <laughs> so, 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 so there was cheese there at home. Yes. Yeah. It's like, bro, I like this thing because she loves uh, the cheese board. It's a thing. Yes. <laughs> Blue cheese and white wine. I'm like, what is that? <laughs> no, no. I mean, I, I was struck by the fact that yeah. there were there were there were traditions such as tea in the afternoon. Yeah. Afternoon tea, tea at four. Three. <laughs> three and, 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 and cucumber sandwich. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All sorts of wonderful things. But 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 clearly what Did that absolutely so what, what that clearly says to me is yeah. that at that first moment of your coming together, <laughs> yeah. the both of you already had a an internal architecture of how to deal with money and yeah. expectations about money, what money represents. You, Sisterly, because you came from a slightly more well-heeled background than Frank, were not as perhaps close-fisted about money and what money should do. But Frank, you coming from a background where money was, was, was precious, was really uh, hard to get by, you probably would not have gone and bought the magnum and the cheese and all of those kinds of things. And what that could have done is that at that moment, at the fragile moment of your relationship, it could have made or broken your relationship. Oh, there was plenty of opportunities. Oh, oh, oh yeah? <laughs> plenty of opportunities. So, pray so, tell, pray so, tell. So, we literally have been married for less than a year. And because he is, my father didn't trust him one bit, so he said he wants the Lobola up front. No, no, no change. <laughs> 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 Pity eyes. Yes. Let her demand on the father. Exactly. was on back. So, Bob Zulu was I yes. do so he must pay. I must show that he can afford to have my child. Yes. Because he must afford Absolutely. to keep the upkeep of how she has been brought up. Sure. So I'm not sure about this. So he does pay. But that meant that when we moved into a flat, it was a very modest flat in Bramfontein. And contributed to the Lobola because they wanted it in Yeah, it was gone. It was gone, bro. <laughs> So, so, so you, you'd imagine that then we were professionals, very early stage, entry level. And I remember looking at my pay slip and ask, asking them whether it was netto gross because it was a hooping 4,000 rand. 3,000. Wow. Yeah, yeah, 3,000. Yeah, 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 3,000. Yeah. So. <laughs> the, whole, the whole of 6,000 rand per month in the family. Yes. Before tax. Before tax. Yes. Uh, to get, just give me a sense of 
the the circa. What 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 kind of years? Which years? So this is ninety eight. Oh, well, that was quite a, that, was, that was quite a lot of money then. Huh? It, it was it was okay. So we yeah. had to make certain choices. Yeah. We couldn't afford to have a car, so right. we stayed walking distance to work. Right. Um, we had to make certain choices about how we ate, how many times we went out. And then just to put complexity to, to eat, so he starts working in an investment management firm and he thinks he's cute. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then he goes and plays an order with a broker for stock. And in those times, you could short. The broker was a blessed brother and he loses money. About 50,000. About 50K. Now you're on gross six and a half K. So you can't afford it. You can't afford to pay it back. So this brother said, look, you're young. I don't want to have, I don't want you to have problems with your own employment. Right. I really, it shouldn't be this way, but I'll settle it for you. He still exists. He works in this market. And then he said, you'll pay me over a period of six months. So when you thought you had a tight budget, now all of a sudden that Budget yes. has been decimated. At some point, he looked at me squarely in the eye and said, if we go to your mom and dad, they'll probably give us the money. And I said, we don't want to go there. <laughs> you don't want to go there. <laughs> you, are, you are going to confirm their worst fears yes. that you came here to ask them for their money. And Zara Ops there, just to point out, because you spoke about financial um, intimacy, uh, intimacy, right? Yeah. And I think that's one of the big mistakes that I make looking mm-hmm. back. Because I actually started um, kind of, what do you call it, man? Speculating. Yes. yes. And I lost a lot of money. Yes. And I kept quiet for a long time. And I tried all these means, including having to disclose to you that, well, I actually don't need my ID book and the bank card. Because I went to that machinist to get 10000 to try to contribute to this. So, and I just want to highlight, you know, the point I made earlier that, you know, people often think you, you, you kind of just started and you had this, this. No, it wasn't. It was mistakes like that. So first I hid the loss. I then went and took 10,000 from my, which made worse. Now I'm trying to convince her, can you go and get 40,000 from your parents? Because I already got 10 from this guy. But why didn't you tell me about the 10? You, why did you lose the money? So often you, you kind of don't realize that when a big mistake like that happened, actually the right thing to now with 26 years left is to go and say, honey, I made a mistake. This is what happened. How can we solve it together? I spent months trying to solve it. And of course, you know, figuring out that you're in much more trouble and now we can buy this, we can't eat this. It just made it worse. Jacques on uh, the WhatsApp line says, Hello, Aubrey, my partner and I earn almost the same, yet I cover 95% of our living costs. She says that her money is hers. Yeah. Uh, what... What can your guests advise with regards to this? Yeah, you, we, we, we had that conversation yes, a couple of yeah. weeks ago where uh, many people were arguing that uh, in my relationship, uh, my money is ours, but her money is hers. Yes. Uh, did you have such conversations at Yes, point? in fact, I want to see if she oh, remembers. Yeah. Because I've told you about yeah, it. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the thing that brought the most liberation in the marriage? Maybe 15 years ago about money, because it answers Jacques' question. Do you remember? So, so we made a decision at that point in Zambos. We're constantly fighting about petty issues, right? We had a joint account and then it, it didn't work. And it wasn't working. And it I wasn't. Yeah, no. She draws money. I want to know what did you do with money? It was awful. I felt like I'm a grown person, but I'm being monitored and I'm being, being, micromanaged. Tr- I'm yes. being managed so, yeah, so tightly. 
And I just like, I said to him, I just want to have money to be able to buy myself something. And this is the quantum I need for some level of discretion. So we renegotiated the way that we operated. So we had, it might help Shark. So what we negotiated for was, these are the total household expenses that as a complete couple we are responsible for. And that included the children being in school. Everything was brought on as part of that conversation, including insurance, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And then we then said, "He ends this at this point in time, and I, I and why at this point in time, the combined income is this." And we try to do it on a proportionate basis in saying it's not fifty-fifty. Our number is sixty-forty, and we have worked with that broad parameter ever since of proportionately what I earn is this much and and you contribute to the common expenses that much and then the negotiation is always around for example my siblings are now past I've got four more children that I inherited along the way it's not what we plan for sure sure how do we then bring that sensitivity around the responsibilities that I have so Jacques might have a responsibility so Jacques might have a responsibility towards his mother that is dependent on him. How do you bring that? It's the same with him. At some point, he needed to send money to mom and dad as a constant amount. And it's something that we had to be clear around that goes to mom and dad. It's part of our household expenses. And you know what, bro? Also, I'm thinking about Shozak is the B. Bravery. It's, it took us a long time. So we've been married 26. So basically, in our 10th, 11th year, there were still flare-ups around, but you did this, but I thought you did that. Until kind of that moment, I remember, in fact, I can even tell you this good friend of mine, a uh, big cheese there at Life Earth, Chris Hawes, and we were just talking over coffee, and I was saying to him, you know, Chris, everything for me, it's kind of going well in my career. Yo, but you know, and because we had kids at the same school and our kids were friends. Yo, Chris, every time we talk about money, we, we just end up arguing, and he just burst out laughing. And he, he, he kind of shared his own journey and then said, you might want to consider this. It, it worked for me. And yeah, we yeah. have not looked back. Bravery to agree to put all expenses on the table. Yeah. Bravery to say, but you bringing in this, therefore by definition, can you for now also take a proportion that's higher? Ooh. Yeah. It appears to me that try as we might to plan as couples, um, for life's eventualities we have a budget we have all of those kinds of things which is important life has a an uncanny way of disrupting our plans children get born yes siblings die and their children need to be looked after by the family parents need to be looked after I find it unfortunate that we call it a tax mm-hmm. at, some, at some point. I yes. find it very, very unfortunate. Yeah, that I agree. We've, we've called it that. But these are just our human responsibilities mm-hmm. as uh, to, to loved ones and kin, right? Yeah. It's, 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 it is what it is. And it appears to me that when these life eventualities arise, there needs to be a a frivolity, a... A, an ease in the relationship that allows for the elasticity of reacting to unplanned times. Mm. Because if we live in this very rigid, yeah. uh, you earn so much and I earn so much and never shall we ever look at these issues, 
it can create a brittleness yes. for the relationship that yeah. can uh, make it break. Mm. It appears to me that when your siblings' children died, you guys had the elasticity in the relationship to be able to say, listen, this is a reality that is now a part of our financial reality. How do we help? Because we are going to inherit four more children. Mm. Listen, my parents need to get an, an, an income that mm. comes from this family. If that rigidity remained, it would have created, created a brittleness in your, yeah. in your relationship yeah. that would have been problematic. Talk to me about how you, how you maintained, attained that elasticity in your relationship. There is a part of me that says, I think we, um, we connect at some level that is very similar. I think they say like attracts like. I think from a human point of view, we're very similar in saying where we can help, we should. Yes. Um, we've never wanted to be millionaires. If, if it comes along and according to planning and you're given roles and responsibilities that give you the income plus your your savings and investments get you there. It's great. It's a blessing. But that blessing on in and of itself, the money in and of itself, is not rewarding to both of us. It's important for him for security. It's important for me to be able to share it. Right. So we've always been wired wow, similar. I like, I, I like, I like those. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we are very similar in that aspect. So he's the same. He started a charitable organization that helped indigenous children that could go to a private school and I supported him in it because he was using the bonus that he ended work to actually facilitate and, and created that fund for as a seed capital. So couples must watch who you marry will make and break how you feel about yourself. So I'd say they say people opposite attracts, but I think it's really important to be kindred spirits to the things that matter. Because the, the, the situations will change but the ability to connect with that person at a human level and say, this is what is happening in my life outside of you. And these are the things that I need out of this, out of you for now, um, can only happen if there is a relationship and a direction that is similar. How do you handle your finances now? Mm. I mean, is there a, is there a, <laughs> a joint account? No. Because uh, in, in my family, my, yeah. my marriage, there is no such thing. Yeah. We, I don't, I, I ask for money. Yeah. <laughs> like, and, yeah. It's so interesting. You have said that a yeah, lot, yeah, right? Yeah. And I just want to say what is happening to me because I was thinking about you thinking about the show today, right? That, and I can see why it didn't work. I was a policeman on the joint account. Yes. I wanted to know practice every withdrawal. Where, where did the money go? Yes. Show me the receipt. What did you get? It's bizarre when I look back to think about it today. But that, that's who I was. I wanted to really know. Because, you know, I was also kind of, here is where I spent, and I thought it was normal. If I tell you exactly where the money went. You must tell me where the money drew went. And it caused so much freedom. We closed it, right? Yeah. And then we went on this, okay, freedom. This is, you know, 60, 40, 70, depending who's earning who. If someone, is, you know, is not working, then the other person who's working for that time takes the, the, the bulk of it, right? And then fast forward to today. I'll just tell you a couple of funny stories. And what I've just realized, because it's, it's going to answer your question, Raul. So what I've realized now is, you think three weeks ago, she took over. I've tried for a long time. I must pay rates, I must, you know, light water. I must give kids pocket money. It, I've got my list of expenses. 
And what has happened over the last two or three years is this letter of demands. They're going to cut water. For us, they're going to cut the electricity. Sure, 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 sure. Then she comes, she says, what is this about? I said, oh, I forgot to pay. <laughs> <laughs> and at some point, the water got cut. Yes. She comes home, we don't have water. But I, I just, I'm, I'm so busy. I'm teaching, I'm doing this and that. So about a month ago, I said, no, uh, uh, I learned my lesson. I surrender. You take over. Everything. I surrender. I surrender. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 surrendered. So I, I surrender. I surrender. I surrender. I can't promise. I, I said, I, I, I manage the stuff. I, I yeah. tell you, Dr. Frank, sister, I, I surrendered a long time ago. I surrendered ago. recently. A long time ago. <laughs> I, I know that I'm bad at managing money. I, it's a well-known fact. It's, it's nothing new. And so, and my wife is better than me at yeah. managing money. So she manages the money. I then say, listen, I'd like to do this. Yeah. I need money for this. She'll tell me, yes, you can or you can't. This is what's happening in our budget. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, the, and, the, and the reason why I'm comfortable with that is because I've had to learn some really hard lessons about my weakness with money. Yeah. And so when she says, no, you can't, I, I don't question that because I know that yeah. we can't. Yeah. Um, and wait until next month. Yeah. Or you should have told me two months ago so that we can, we can yeah. budget for it and plan for it. Yeah. So, so that's, that's how it works. As we close... Sister, have you, have you come to that place as a couple where there is no question anymore about your money personalities and there is, there's no need for contestation? When you say this, Frank understands that that's what it is. When Frank says this, you understand that that's what it is. And how did you get there? Well, the road always zigzags towards the direction, right? <laughs> so even a bell curve has zigzags if you zoom in in between. But I think we have walked a very interesting journey with certain milestones that have asked us certain questions about ourselves. So um, I'm comfortable. I think um, for me, I think he sees it and I think um, I'm very comfortable with where we are. I think what makes me um, excited about the next part and journey of our lives is the fact that you can see who I am and right. where do I come from right. in my perspective. Right. And sometimes I don't even have to ask if there are things that I know because I'm the, I'm the redistribution committee. You That's know? Right. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. The government. Yeah, the government. Yeah. <laughs> and it's interesting, you ask such a powerful question and I think we can really close with that. Is yeah. it? Is our gift, you know, kind of to our wonderful listeners. Just the idea that if you work on it, if you, if I come back to the awareness, what's causing friction? It's not the shoes. It's I should have known, you know. If we come back to the B, then put it on the table, discuss it so that we learn each other's money personality, right? And then ultimate, what choices are we making? 60, 40, 70, 30, do all expenses as she does now, run stuff for me. I can, you kind of get there then exactly your question, but ops, you, we just trust each other implicitly. Let's do this, let's do that. But it's a gen, I think for very few people, um, you kind of, meet you discuss money and then you know you get married where already you know kind of this is my money story this is my money person. i think it happened to very few people. you kind of fall in love you get married yeah and then you realize oh kind of part of this is we must figure out how to manage money, money because yeah. we kind of live together yeah. and you must learn yeah. yeah so it's kind of that journey and and you can learn and i guess for younger people for the dating game and and i think you could put that question to try to understand because i, I think it's actually quite interesting yeah. what's your money personality yeah. Yeah. and kind of dialogue yeah. around it what what I've what I've learned out of this conversation is the fact that it's a journey. Yeah. 
uh, I think that we enter relationships very often with the with the erroneous idea that it is it is a, a destination. Yes. The, the relationship is a destination. It is a journey. And in that journey, we are changing all of the time. Uh, we're discovering, cert- discovering certain things um, uh, about ourselves. Um, and, and that for me is, is really encouraging. Uh, Dr. Philemon Mahuma says, Braobs and 702, thanks for a great special show with Dr. Frank and his wife tonight. Nice meeting, Sis Tuli. She must come back again, <laughs> says Dr. Philemon. Uh, and, 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 and more on Twitter. Uh, Sir Fruit says, wow, Mr. Magwegwe is so fortunate. Such a smart couple that ah. can reason so well. No wonder the marriage has lasted so long. I had totally given up on marriage. They have given ah. me hope. Yeah, interesting. And I think that that is very, very important. That these kinds of conversations are so critical because many of us have given up on the idea of a relationship. Not everybody's going to choose to be married. Yes, right. It's okay. It's a choice. Yeah. Uh, uh, But the fact of the matter is that we need to understand that we've got to understand that this is a journey. Yeah. And you know what, perhaps what you make me think of just now from what you've said, I think, and, and and what our comments from our listeners, I think is to do away with the myth that we shouldn't talk about money. Yes. It, it will solve itself. Yes. I mean, we love each other. Yeah. You know, it doesn't. You've got to talk about it. Yes. You've got to talk about it. <laughs> Sister Lee, thank you so much for joining us. No, it was my absolute really, really pleasure. really, appreciate it. And, and promise on air that you'll come back again. <laughs> I will come back again. Dr. Frank, how are you? Frank, my brother has come. Just hit that talk to Dr. Max Patton and yeah, we're in conversation. Frank, my brother, dot com.